Hey guys, it's Clarity with our episode on misconceptions about bipolar disorder. We are starting off with the definition of bipolar disorder. According to Mayo Clinic and other sources, bipolar disorder is a disorder associated with episodes of mood swings ranging from depressive lows to manic highs. Manic episodes may include symptoms such as high energy, reduced need for sleep, and loss of touch with reality. Depressive episodes may include symptoms such as low energy, low motivation, and loss of interest in daily activities. Mood episodes last days to months at a time and may also be associated with suicidal thoughts. In reference to a WebMD article, the symptoms of mania, which is a time where an individual is overly confident and excited, includes excessive happiness, hopefulness, and excitement. Sudden changes from being joyful to being iterable, angry and hostile, restlessness, rapid speech or poor concentration, increased energy and less need of sleep, unusually high sex drive, making grand and unrealistic plans, slowing poor judgment, drug and alcohol abuse, becoming more impulsive, less of an appetite, a larger sense of self-confidence and well-being, and being easily distracted. On the contrary, the symptoms during depressive periods, which is a time where an individual is feeling sad and depressed, include sadness, loss of energy, feelings of hopelessness and or worthlessness, not enjoying things like they once liked, trouble concentrating, forgetfulness, talking slowly, less of a sex drive, inability to feel pleasure, uncontrollable crying, trouble making decisions, irritability, needing more sleep, insomnia, appetite changes that make you lose or gain weight, thoughts of death or suicide, and Finally, but not lastly, attempting suicide. There are no direct causes for bipolar disorder as researchers speculate that the disorder can be a result of multiple factors. Genetics is possibly one of the causes for bipolar disorder, but scientists have not been able to exactly prove why. Bipolar disorder is typically known for running within the family, as according to an article by the National Institute of Health, people with certain genes are more likely to develop bipolar disorder than others. However, this does not definitively make genetics a cause of bipolar disorder. Also, the brain structure and function can also play a role in developing bipolar disorder. Although bipolar disorder can come at any age, teenagers and young adults in their early 20s are typically among those who are diagnosed. The symptoms for bipolar disorder are different for each person, as each individual experience is different with bipolar disorder. These symptoms can also vary over time and can possibly grow progressively worse if not taken care of. In addition, there are multiple types of bipolar disorder. According to WebMD, bipolar 1 disorder includes periods of severe mood episodes from mania to depression. Bipolar 2 disorder is a milder form of mood elevation involving milder episodes of hypomania that alternate with periods of severe depression. Cyclothymic disorder describes brief episodes of hypomanic symptoms alternating with brief periods of depressive symptoms that are not as extensive or as long-lasting as seen in full hypomanic episodes or full depressive episodes. According to NIMH, treatments for bipolar disorder include psychotherapy, electroconvulsive therapy, regular vigorous exercise to help with depressive episodes, keeping a life chart that records mood symptoms, cycles, and daily patterns. If you are facing any of the symptoms that we described above, please contact a professional immediately to be properly diagnosed and treated. Now that we have established what bipolar disorder is, its causes, effects, and treatments, we want to discuss the misconceptions that are created about bipolar disorder.
One of the most common misconceptions about bipolar disorder is that bipolar disorder is rare and uncommon. According to an article that discusses statistics on bipolar disorder from single care, globally, 36 million people around the world have bipolar disorder, and according to Mayo Clinic, it is very common in the United States as there are over approximately 3 million cases per year. Another misconception is bipolar disorder is just as common as any other mood swings. According to Healthline, the psychiatry research manager at one U.S. university who wishes to stay anonymous writes, just because you wake up happy, get grumpy in the middle of the day, and end up being happy again, it doesn't mean you have bipolar disorder, no matter how often it happens to you. Even a diagnosis of rapid cycling bipolar disorder requires several days in a row of hypomanic symptoms, not just several hours. Other misconceptions include people with bipolar disorder are always either manic or depressed or in that mania is productive. According to Healthline, in some instances, a manic person may feel good at first, but without treatment, things can become detrimental and even terrifying. They may go on a big shopping spree, spending beyond their means. Some people become overly anxious or highly irritable, getting upset over small things and snapping at loved ones. A manic person may lose control of their thoughts and actions and even lose touch with reality. Also, people with bipolar disorder can experience long periods of even balanced mood called euthymia. Conversely, they may sometimes experience what's referred to as a mixed episode, which has features of both mania and depression at the same time. Modern media have chosen to take mental health disorders and glorify them for entertainment purposes, like we have discussed before on this podcast. Bipolar disorder is no different. Many TV shows use bipolar disorder as clickbait and fail to show the reality of the disease. One of the largest misconceptions is that bipolar disorder is basically just getting mad out of nowhere. That is not how it is. It's been a common joke for people too when trying to insult the rude behavior of others. People with bipolar disorder do not have much control on how they behave. Medication can help create a balance in their mood, but oftentimes things such as stress create an off balance with their meds. A very good TV show that showcases bipolar disorder well is Spinning Out. Some of the few misconceptions busted on this show are degrading the impact of the disorder and overly exaggerating certain aspects of bipolar disorder that are not true. The show has a figure skating Olympic who struggles with balancing her personal life and her dream to skate after a violent injury in the rink. She deals with both PTSD and bipolar disorder, which she inherits from her mother. The show's team reportedly consulted with doctors and psychiatric groups in order to get things right, and to their credit, there are no outward inaccuracies. In fact, there's a lot in the show that's very real, in particular self-harm, mania, depression, and difficulty regulating medication. One of the things that they show well is that the psychosis is a part of bipolar disorder. Both the mother and the daughter experience psychosis as a part of their bipolar disorder, and the show draws clear lines between the buildup and the mania. The mother's mania is clearly marked by her gradual sense of losing her grip on reality, combined with anger and repetitive emotions. One of the most standout moments in the show for her mania is when she aggressively cleans the floors with a toothbrush, claiming her daughter won't come home if the house is dirty. Daughter psychosis begins spiraling with increased hyperactivity, frenzied and nonsensical dialogue, and ends up with drug use, a party full of violent strangers, misdirected anger, and a completely spatial mental state. She becomes obsessed with trying to be perfect as she begins running for hours in the morning without thinking of how it can affect her body. According to critics, when someone goes through a manic episode or experiences psychosis, memory loss is a common result after they have backed on their medication. They might not remember what they did or said, and the span of time will have been nothing but a blank slate for them. 
The mother's rage is a terrifying reality for many, similar to the daughter's partying and inability to control herself, her decisions, or realize the dangers of anything she does. This only echoes the reality that many with bipolar disorder are unaware of the ramifications of what they do, and during psychosis, they may even hallucinate or have altered delusions of their reality. Another very real symptom of bipolar disorder are the physical symptoms. More than once, the figure skater is seen biting her arms and seemingly calms down after several seconds. The mother picks at her fingers to the point where they bleed, and this happens at the height of her manic episode. It's both a warning and a result, and the show does an excellent job of proving how debilitating the disorder can be on all levels, not just as far as moods go. Another good portrayal of bipolar disorder is of Ian on Shameless, as long as with his mother, whom he inherited it from as well. Ian's character experiences many dramatic events throughout the show, but in reality, none of it was over-exaggerated. There are some manic episodes if we look back on the show before we are diagnosed. His family was aware of the issue because their absent mother had it as well. The show demonstrates that bipolar disorder really can look like not leaving your bed for days in depression, and then hypersexuality and reckless behavior for days in mania. At first, his significant other did not want him to get hospitalized and was against the idea because he thought that it can be resolved without medication. Unfortunately, this is not the way to go. Get help if you need it. We encourage you to see a professional if you feel like you have this disorder. Ian himself was against being hospitalized because it made things real and showed him that he wasn't okay. It's hard to accept help sometimes. Over the progression of the seasons, we get to see Ian slowly progress on his journey. He starts lithium, which makes him very tired and slow. He spends lots of days in bed until his body adjusts, mirroring the reality of taking lithium. Ian gets to a functional level eventually, with most of his symptoms in remission. He enjoys successful relationships, jobs, and family time without his mental illness bothering him or disabling him from being a kind person. He often would complain about how it would slow him down, but he understood that it was for the best. A reviewer actually said, Watching Ian's journey has really been heart-wrenching for me because I could relate so much, but I've appreciated the show's positive portrayal of mental illness and medicine, which helped normalize my own experience a little more. As someone who hasn't been able to hold down a full-time job yet, Ian showed me that it's possible to get to a point where you can thrive in the workplace and properly advocate for yourself when you're bipolar and on meds. And the episode where stress triggered an imbalance for him provided me comfort when the same thing happened to me after a close relative of mine had died this year. Before I even spoke to my psychiatrist, I was able to breathe easy knowing that stress could cause a flare in symptoms and that I could get back to the place of balance that I had previously. Negative portrayals in the media can be harmful and invalidate experiences for others. Once again, we encourage you to get help and educate others about the disorder so we can become a more accommodating community. That will be the end of this podcast and all to come. Be sure to check out our Instagram, our blog, link trees, our bio, and other resources. Thank you for keeping up with us. That will be all. So signing off, Michelle and Labiba.